Okay, part two of the sports betting series. You may have noticed part one didn't mention sport. Well, neither will part two. But rather, we require some core understandings of gambling in general before we can see how it's being used in sport. So let's get straight into it. The Casino House Edge Many of you will have already heard the term the house edge, meaning the game is slightly tilted in favor of the casino. But this is not telling the whole story. That simple definition of the house edge kind of implies the casino is taking a small amount of risk here. No. Casinos, ironically, do not take risks. Casinos are in the gambling business, sure. But they are certainly not in the business of gambling. Let's look at the classic of roulette and the simple bet on red or black. There are 18 red and 18 black slots on a roulette wheel. But then there are also two green squares, at least in American casinos, which go to the house. This means if you bet on red, you don't have a 50-50 chance of winning. No, it's actually the green squares that tilt the odds of you winning down to 47.37%. Still okay, of course. Good enough to take the bet. And hey, the casino can still lose. But the house is aware of something called the law of large numbers. This is useful in academic research as the larger your sample size, the more of an accurate representation of the whole population that you have. Even though no single observation from a random variable can be predicted, the sum of a large number of observations can. And the accuracy of this prediction increases with the number of observations made. Does that make sense? For our roulette table, it means that even if by some miracle you win your first 100 bets on a properly functioning roulette table, so long as you keep betting long enough, the casino is guaranteed to eventually win. I did not say likely to win. I said guaranteed. It's the law of large numbers. If enough bets are placed, we approach the expected value, told you I'd come back to it, of the house margin with amazing accuracy. And of course, in the real world, the casino is not just dealing with you. Thousands of people coming in, betting hundreds of times a day, day after day, means that the casino will win pretty close to 52.6% of the bets placed on roulette. Some people will leave with some money, of course, but most will not. It doesn't seem like much, but when so much money hits the table every day, it's big money. Just do the maths. On an American roulette table, for every dollar you spend, you lose about 5.2 cents. The more you play, the more you lose. On average, of course. Perhaps you need more proof of this law. Well, I have a good one for you. Insurance companies use this same concept in two ways. I'm simplifying here, but they need to work out their edge, which they do via a huge amount of historical data. Data in, for example, apartment fires. They know with a good degree of accuracy how many apartments out of, say, 5 million will burn down per year. The more observations, the more accurate. It's the law of large numbers. Let's say hypothetically that the expectation of an apartment fire 
for a random citizen is one in a hundred. That's okay odds. But remember, insurance premiums, at least per year, would never be high enough to cover an apartment. So if the insurance company only had one customer, they're taking a bet with good odds. 99 times out of 100, the apartment won't burn down. But their potential win is small, one person's premiums. And their potential loss is big, paying out the whole apartment. So how can the insurance company fix this? Easy. More customers as many as possible. Every new customer they take on board means a greater number of observations, which means the closer their client base will reflect the population. At a certain point, it's no longer a bet. It's a guarantee given normal conditions. Have you ever wondered why there's always been so many jobs in selling insurance? It is in every sense of the phrase, a numbers game. What matters is more and more people taking that bet. They just have to make sure they're getting in enough in premiums to be both competitively priced and to ensure that even when they pay out, say, one in a hundred burned down apartments, the premiums of everyone else covers it. Even if their profit is 3% per hundred customers, and again, this is hypothetical, it adds up. For a real world example, the Progressive Corporation, the third largest insurance firm in the United States, had a 2020 net income of 5.7 billion US dollars. Not too bad for a house edge. And what about not normal conditions? Well, this is why insurance companies try and make the T's and C's rather tight. So if a freak hurricane comes to town, they don't go bankrupt. And why they sometimes drag their feet to pay out or triple check against insurance fraud as it throws off their balance sheets if even slightly too many houses burn down. Anyway, Uh, Oh yes, gambling. So, it is the law of large numbers that turns insurers and the casinos' edge into huge profits. The scale is crucial to make their edge worthwhile. And now you know why, when you watch TV for 10 minutes, you see about 15 different insurance adverts and about 15 different gambling adverts. They need the scale. But here's an important point. Even if you know this concept is working against you, you can still have a good time at a casino. You can enjoy the fun and the high in an enjoyable social environment. But if you find yourself alone at the table or betting online through a roulette app, for example, at 2 a.m., try your best to remember every extra round you play, you increase your disadvantage. I think I'll call part two there. In part three, we're going to discuss the house edge in sports betting. Finally, back to sports. See you then, and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already.